<laughs> Welcome to a new episode of the Yerdong Podcast, a podcast where a Gen Xer and a millennial talk about culture back then, culture right now, mostly agree to disagree, and I don't know what we're not wrong about today. Hi. Oh, hi. What are you? Oh. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> my name's Elizabeth. Uh, you see, you wanted to do it fast today, I, and you well, threw me off not, my flow. I That's mean, what happened. the point of neglecting our my, format. <laughs> my, my, the format you didn't want. True. My name is Elizabeth. I'm the millennial. I'm Nicole, and I'm a Gen Xer. And yeah, I don't know what we're wrong about, or we're not well, wrong about today. I have a question for oh. you. <laughs> yeah. This has happened twice now. I know. And it I'm never happened before. And I'm very excited. I'm changing my ways. Um, well, okay, no. First, I want to tell you something I did this weekend. Like, okay. How was your weekend? Oh, thanks for asking. I'm, Are we in a new era? I don't know what's, <laughs> what's going, going on. on. I, told <laughs> I was tired, so I'm not being, I'm, I'm, not, I'm off my pivot. I'm no, off my weekend square. was good. My weekend was good. Um, I was tired this weekend. You were? So I think I, I feel like I mostly slept. Yeah. Didn't do much. That sounds nice. I you know, know how you have a long week like. and then you have like a Friday where you like went a little too hard in the paint and then Saturday and Sunday are just like. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. Right. But I you do to, remember. I yeah. do recall. Yeah. I mean, it really wasn't that long ago. I literally just started not doing that this year. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, I did something I, I like. I did something that I've never done before. I, I, I like overcame a childhood fear. <laughs> it's real lame too alright I can't wait to hear it. I actually like we cleaned like the whole house or whatever and I like I was making up the bed and I'm like I'm so I bought a new comforter and I'm like I'm so tired of these tags on this comforter like this is so stupid I'm always trying to hide the tag and or put the tag on the side or whatever whatever and I'm like I'm gonna just rip this tag off but get, why aren't you allowed to? That's what I never understood. Like, thing. why? Who, I rip them off because I say, like, who's gonna stop me? Right. Why? And I and I did it to the pillows too. Yeah. And I'm like, I literally used to be so afraid of doing that. Who would come for you? When I was a kid, that was one of my like. We used to be afraid to take the tags off pillows and. and I hope comforters. you tell me why that's a thing because I'm gonna tell you why that's a thing. I can't wait, and it's a part of my Gen X file. We're Ooh. gonna talk about like irrational fears of the '80s and '90s, kind of like <laughs> childhood fears of the '80s and '90s. Okay, but that really like they were kind of irrational and like whether did they make any sense? Like why were we afraid? That's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Okay. So that's what my Gen X file is about. All right. You want to get into it? Sure. Let's do it. See, I thought you were going to ask me if I had any irrational well, fears. Well, that's my next thing. Oh, okay. See, you didn't let me finish. Don't you're right. You're I'm doing. sorry. <laughs> so my question was going to be, other than the, the weekend thing, was like, did, did you have any irrational fears as a kid? As a child? Okay. I don't know if this is necessarily irrational mm -hmm. because you have to look, let me bring you to my time. Okay. Bring me to your time. So I was born in the nineties, like born in the nineties, not yeah, living through no. the nineties. And when I was, that's <laughs> crazy reminder. Um, so when I was born or when I was young, um, I was like really aware of two things. One, that Michael Jackson touched little boys. Oh, God. And also... Allegedly. 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 <laughs> but as a child, this is what I thought. Okay. Like, this is what I thought. Okay. And then also that Elizabeth Smart was yeah. taken from, like, her bedroom window, mm -hmm. which is... And I am also named Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> and I was... 
like deathly afraid uh-huh. that I was going to be taken. Like at really? any moment, if I was not with an adult, I was like, I'm going to be stolen away. I will never see my family again. So those were your fears. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily irrational. Um, I think the Elizabeth, like in theory, I don't think it's a bad to be afraid of being abducted. I was certainly as a kid. fixated too much. Like right. that's what made it irrational. Right. But the fact that she was, it was because of the person was named Elizabeth is what is kind of like. I mean, it wasn't necessarily that, but I think it just put it in perspective for it was like, you know, girl, similar age, <laughs> same name, just living her life. And then one day a man comes out her window but and then, then she's gone. Jackson would do it did what he did made you afraid. See, I did think to myself, at least I'm not a boy. So that's the, <laughs> that mind went. Your mind went. Crazy. I was like, I'm safe from Michael Jackson, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> dude i'm sorry look do okay. you want me to be on look uh, these are thoughts listen. obviously it's very different from where i think now yeah. i am an adult I woman but i'm talking about as a child to, yeah. as a baby child i think that had a lot to do with the stuff you were hearing and seeing that's, yeah that's exactly that's it. what makes our our childhood fears like weird because we're just it's it's stuff that we've been inundated with and then we develop these weird fears but so the pillow and, and comforter tag thing, <laughs> they're very different from my I no, like mine are going to be real basic compared to what. Can you take the tag off a pill? Will you get abducted? Uh, uh, <laughs> we right, don't know. Right. And if you do, what happens? And what happens? Right. So because when they found those people in that basement of that guy's house, I must have been like thirteen, I know. and that was another that whole traumatizing we, event. We for had me. stuff like that too, but I just overlooked that and went straight to like ripping tags off pillows. You know, you you start with like the fixation in true crime at young like that, where you're traumatized. Yeah. And now it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always now. ready. <laughs> so the thing about the pillow, the pillow and comforter tags, just to like get through that one, because this is like a real mild one. I have other ones that are kind literally of never understood it. It's like a law. They say it's a law. It's literally not illegal. It's ili- <laughs> it's it's not illegal once you once buy you them, it. which right. makes sense because you own it. You own it. But so it's it, the, the tag says under penalty of law, this tag is not to be removed except by the consumer. Why are parents like why my parents <laughs> says it very clear kept them on there? Like why didn't they ever read the fine print? But anyway, so they started putting the tags on the pillows and the comforters basically because like there was a whole issue about this being used, like a pillow being used or a comforter being used already. And so, which is so gross to me. But so they, the, the Now federal, you can just get one on Facebook Marketplace with the tag still on still and everything. Still on it and it's used. So basically they, the tags were what signified that this was never used and it was new. And so then when you bought it, you were able to take it off and you wouldn't be arrested. But if you <laughs> took it off before you bought it, then uh, you could be in trouble with like a hundred fifty dollar fine. I don't know what the fine was. Oh, okay, but so but so that was like one of those really weird ones that stuck with me for some reason, and it I, I broke through it this weekend. But there's other ones. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. There's other ones that still kind of haunt me a little bit. Okay, and so one of them, uh, <laughs> and so it's so funny. Of course, I went to Reddit to kind of see if anybody else like. It also had these fears yeah. and there's a of lot course. of there's a lot of people around my age that are afraid of the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle used to be and it's funny you're laughing. I'm laughing because like you say that as if when you say it 
and I know this isn't what you mean, but when you say it in those words that uh-huh. way with this tone, uh-huh. like the way you said it, what? I, it, it makes it sound like the Bermuda Triangle is going to like sneak up Come and get you. And <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not how that works. And also when, like, do you even really know where? Yes, the, I do. Okay. Okay. Now. And, but would you, like, how many times have you been there? I have never been to Bermuda okay. because okay. literally because I never <laughs> wanted to go there. Like I, well, I've seen pictures of it now and I'm like, that's actually a nice ass it looks island. Nice. Yeah, Maybe it's like they, beautiful and they got clean the secret. You don't want tourists. You. So, but as a kid, like the Bermuda Triangle used to really, really freak me out. It's known as the Devil's Triangle. This is a real thing. <laughs> It really is known as that. And it's actually an area between Florida, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it is actually. So you do know where it is. I do know where it is. I did not really know where it was when I was a kid, which, when now that I'm thinking back <laughs> about this fear, I'm like, why the hell was I so afraid? So, anyway, I was literally, I never even thought about going to Bermuda as a result. And I was always afraid that, like, we were flying to Florida one time. Like, I was afraid. Oh, yeah. If we even got close to somewhere down there, we would be in the Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) And then what did you think would happen to you? Literally, your plane would disappear. because You would just disappear? You would, and guess what? Okay. People did. This one is not... Un, this is not unbased. Like there is, is this, some basis for this fear. Is it Amelia Earhart who fell? No. Who fell in there? Actually, okay, I don't know. I hope not. Did she? I don't know. I thought so. I I did a little Have research. Have we found her? Do we know? Did, they, did she get lost? I think she's still lost. I think this might be a Mandela effect. I think that she actually <laughs> was never lost. Um. So why were we so afraid? So my first thought with these things was like, I wanted to figure out why we were afraid of this because where did it come from? And like, why specifically in the 80s and 90s were we afraid of it? Probably more so the 80s, but you weren't in the two, 90s I mean, and 2000s. I, I knew about it. Yeah, but it wasn't something that like at the top of your mind, you would not say one of your childhood fears was the Bermuda Triangle. No. But if you ask about, if you ask like, a group of Gen Xers, what used to kind of keep them up at night, I think the Bermuda Triangle might be at the top of the list. Again, as if the triangle is going to like sneak up on you in the middle of the night and you'll be disappeared. So the thing, before I get into the fact that this actually is kind of a real fear, I wanted to figure out why we were afraid of it. And so like, it seems there were incidents that happened all the way back in the 40s when it came to the this part of the world in terms of um, war bomber planes sort of like vanishing or whatever and I'll get into a little bit more of that later but as a result there were like some books so when when the Bermuda Triangle came into like the lexicon of people's minds authors and film and TV used it as a plot Oh, okay. so it a few things had happened in the 40s and some stuff in the 70s and I'll get into it. But as a result, people were like, oh, yeah, the Bermuda Triangle, we should include this in our book. So in 1974, Charles Berlitz wrote um, a book called the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Original. <laughs> and so this book, it was like a mystery. It was a mystery book. And so okay. it 
kind of fuel the fire of the Bermuda Triangle being a scary thing. Then in the late 70s, there was a TV movie directed uh, by Richard Frydenberg, and he explored mysterious disappearances in the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. And so there were like... I'm seeing the triangle. Yeah, so in the 70s, and then even in 1984, the Philadelphia Experiment was... Um, it really... It was a movie. It really was not about the Bermuda Triangle. It was a science fiction film, but it included like elements of this mysterious place that people flew into and disappeared. So you may say, well, did anybody actually disappear in the Bermuda Triangle? I was thinking that, but I figured you would tell me. They did. So in 1945, five torpedo bombers vanished without a trace in the Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) And... Like, okay, so that was 1945, right? There were different occurrences that happened between 1945 throughout the 70s and 80s. Small situations where people, either their boats went missing or their plane got diverted, flying through this area, right? So the mystique continued on, but in in, uh, 2005, uh, there was actually an airplane that disappeared with three people on board. Yeah. Was it Carol Baskin's husband? <laughs> no. No, I mean, I just feel like what? Yeah. when they disappear, I feel like they do go somewhere. We're just they were not, not found. privy. Yeah, because they, we, they don't want us but to But why find are them. they d- disappearing in the... So you're saying it was like they, they made it up? They flew out of... No, I'm not... They didn't want to be found. Yeah, that one. Okay, so maybe that happened in 2005 <laughs> where the three people were on board. But again, in 2007, April 10th, 2007, there was another airplane that disappeared. One pilot was on board, never found the plane. This was in 2007. Okay, these are recent, but I still feel like I need to know more about these people. Okay. Like, were they depressed? Were they like about to be arrested? Okay. Were they drug so smugglers? That's individuals, small private planes yeah go disappear they disappear in the Bermuda Triangle you're saying maybe they were like evade like trying to get away from tax fraud tax evasion who knows something like that so then how do you explain in 2017 the Turkish airline flight TK-183 was forced to change its direction from Havana, Cuba to Washington, Dulles and after some mechanical and electronic problems occurred over the Triangle they went missing for a moment. But they came back. They came back. Where were they? They could not be found on and they, But the, where do they think they were? I don't know. I didn't go that deep into okay. it. <laughs> you had me there. I was like, where did they go? And then in May of 2017, another private air class. This is recent. It is recent. Why didn't I hear about this? I don't know. Maybe you were too young. I don't know. I don't know. You, you weren't focused on it because clearly they don't the, want me to the know. Bermuda Triangle doesn't scare you. Uh, a private, another private aircraft, which was like twenty four thousand feet, uh, vanished from the radar and the radio contact with air traffic controllers um, in that area, and then the uh, the plane wreckage was found later. Where? Uh, I don't know. Where was it? <laughs> in the it ocean? Was, I think it was in the ocean. Okay. <laughs> Listen. This is important information. I, I know. I'm, I'm realizing now as I'm reading this, I'm like, she probably wants more details. I am the crime girl. I, I just talked are. about how I'm traumatized. I agree. But my point in this is that this one, although some might consider it to be a little irrational, it actually does have some teeth. Well, I wouldn't fly there. Are, 
Exactly. I'm not flying I'm there. I'm not flying there now either. Like, I'm still not interested in flying anywhere near the Bermuda Triangle. So, this one kind of remains with me. Okay. All right. So, just a little science part of it. They claim that, like, this area has a lot of hexagonal, he- hexagonal? hexagonal clouds. Like, this area... This area has that those See, glitch in the matrix, basically, and so these clouds act like air bombs, and so and they're also can produce hurricane air force winds, um, and so those winds produce high waves, specifically in this area, and so therefore there's a lot of issues with you know sea vessels and airplanes flying through this area. So it is scientifically kind of like a danger zone. Okay. And so we we had a right to be afraid of the Bermuda Triangle growing up. And to remain afraid. And to remain afraid. Don't fly there. Don't do it. So there you go. Another one that I thought (laughs) about. (laughs) Again, I don't have that many of them, but I really wanted to look at why were we afraid and did we really need to be afraid? Mm -hmm. So another one, and Jason might feel me on this one, that we used to be afraid of was quicksand. Jason's shaking his head. You were scared of quicksand? <laughs> I mean... Oh, he, oh, you weren't... Oh, he wasn't. Yeah, oh, but he knows people who were. <laughs> okay, Jason. You were never scared of quicksand. All right, maybe because he's a Floridian. I don't Where know. Where were you going to find this? We, he, I feel like Anywhere. a Floridian... <laughs> That's the problem. Anywhere. I feel like Floridians should be more scared of quicksand. Well, they actually should because guess what? We got sinkholes here. There's more quicksand I'm, in Florida. You know, I'm scared of places. sinkholes. I'm because you don't know. You just be sitting there one day, and the next thing you know, where did you were you afraid of sinkholes growing up? Um, not like not like this level <laughs> of like do a whole episode on it, but there was like some house went into a sinkhole and they all died, and I, I was know, like, a lot of them. Yeah, have I was like, man, here. that's um, it's pretty scary, huh? When I first moved here, one of the first stories that I had reported on was like a guy that like got swallowed like a house I don't know if it was a guy the guy was the other one but this was up in Tarpon Springs and like somebody's house kind of like got yeah. sucked into there was uh, one where they weren't there a sinkhole I think that was I the think one that was that and one. I was like what <laughs> houses getting sucked into this is again like I'm like see quicksand 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 was one of those ones where I was like why were we afraid of it it's just I felt like at any time <laughs> like my mom driving somewhere just gonna run into it or like we're at the beach or just like walking home like I could find myself in a quicksand situation okay okay and so um this never occurred to you no that's so interesting to <laughs> Not me at once um quicksand do you know what it is um, it's sand that pulls you in quick. <laughs> it's just a mixture of sand and water, and it forms when sand like is... a vacuum, right? So yeah. you can't get your yourself right. out. Yeah, so it's like it. You're right. There, there's water and sand, and then the quick refers to how easily the sand shifts and becomes like semi liquid. Don't you have to like get on your stomach to crawl you don't, out? Actually, you have to like. Oh no! Basically, and this is speeding up a little bit, but like we probably didn't have to be really afraid because it's not really all that dangerous. Because it's super slow. Well, that's not it. It's just that, like, it has the density is higher than the human body. Okay. So basically, you only will sink down, but so far. Oh. Like, you'll probably only sink to your waist, and then you can, like, agitate it and move and, and get out of it. 
That I, I want to reference something, but I won't. What? No, it's okay. Tell I'll t- me. I'll tell you off my Okay. Why were we so afraid of quicksand, Jason? <laughs> I thought it was like, there was a lot of episodes of like Scooby-Doo. With quicksand? That had quicksand involved. There was also, it's like Princess Bride, right? Where he falls into it. In the magic forest or whatever? Well, there was the never-ending story. Yes. Okay. That's the thing. Wasn't there one, too, with, like, a horse that falls in? That's the never-ending story. Okay. So, the never-ending story um, came out in the 80s. All of us loved that movie. Like, all a lot of Gen Xers. I'm not going to say all, but the majority of us. It's, like, one of those movies that, like, we all saw, we all loved. But in it, um, there's one specific scene where the hero, his name is Atreyu, he enters the swamp of sadness with his horse, um, arch attacks. <laughs> I, I know it's oh my god, it's traumatic. It really is traumatic. Um, he's protected from the swamp of sadness because um, he has a uh, he's got like a protection around him, so he's okay. not he can't get but so sad. But um, his horse isn't as lucky, and so when they go through the swamp of sadness. They get stuck in quicksand. And the horse, like, can't get his mind around the fact that they'll get out of it. And so he just, like, sinks lower and lower and lower and lower. And then he he goes under. And so I feel like the never-ending story set us up. It just ruined you guys for quicksand. For fear of quicksand. (laughs) Um, And there's a bunch of other scenes. Like I said, Scooby-Doo has a bunch of quicksand scenes. The Avenger cartoons. A lot of cartoons in the 80s had quicksand. Again, it's these things that like they they are real things, but then like Hollywood and and the media get a hold of it and they're like, oh yeah, this is made you feel like you might actually encounter this. This is a good plot, like like piranhas or piranha something piranhas that you're scared of. One of them. Like you're never gonna see a piranha. There are they are out there. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> were you afraid of piranhas? No. I don't feel like you had enough fears. <laughs> I don't know what's up with you. I don't know why I'm you broken. didn't have these fears. <laughs> but yeah, Quicksand was one of those ones where in hind, like looking back, I'm like, that really wasn't that big of a deal. Like they got us with that one. But I would like to point out that I feel like now living in Florida, my chances of encountering Quicksand are much higher. It's just, it's not Quicksand. It's it's sinkhole, and that's just going to pull you right in. Well, that's not true because quicksand develops many places, but Florida is a hot spot for it. <laughs> Again, it's probably a, a close. You sister moved to the place of my fears, of your fears, in more ways than the one. Bermuda Triangle, quicksand. <laughs> like you're not safe here, Nicole. I know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So the last one that I wanted to talk a little bit about was one that um, a movie again. Made me a little afraid. Not a little. I actually was like, I'm not going to say Candy afraid. Candyman. Well, Candyman did do a lot. <laughs> but this is the one. Okay, Amnesia. Okay. I'm not going to say I was afraid of it, but it was much more of a possibility. Amnesia? Amnesia. Jason? Were you scared of amnesia? But did you <laughs> feel like amnesia happened a lot more than it does now. I I even thought that, but I was never scared it was going to happen. I was to me. think I didn't. I wasn't afraid. I just knew it was a possibility. Like now, I'm like, I'm not going to get amnesia. But also, okay, we we've had this discussion before where you know Disney kind of set us up where 
if you were going to be the main character okay. of a show or a movie, something your parents had to die. Yeah, something real bad was going to happen. But amnesia could also be a way. So you'd be off ready for, for an adventure if you had amnesia, I think. I think amnesia does set you up for like a, a grand <laughs> old time of a life. Something's going to happen. <laughs> be some kind of adventure. Have you ever seen the movie Overboard? Is that the one with Goldie Hawn? Yes, and, and Kurt um, Russell. Yeah, and it's kind of actually isn't it it actually is like it's actually like when you really think about that movie it's not appropriate like at all. it's cute i have seen it when it when you watch it you're like wow Aww, love and they get together right because of that movie yeah. and that's why they're together now and it's like cute but then when you really think about it you're like huh this wasn't he right. really just took in this woman so basically yeah overboard came out in 1987 goldie Hawn was like this really witch witch this really rich lady and she hires kurt russell to come install a closet on her yacht She's, like, in a relationship, but she might have been married to, like, this really rich man. So, anyway, Kurt Russell comes, installs the closet. She's a complete bitch to him. Like, she's really mean. Um, and then, like, one night, there's a big storm. Maybe they were close to the Bermuda Triangle. I don't know. <laughs> and she falls over the, the boat and, like, hits her head, and he rescues her, and she has amnesia. Like, she doesn't remember where she came from. So, he takes her home. He lives very modestly, like, you know... Basically, I'm like, you know, just very modest, kind of almost poor. And he has four sons who are ratchet. They're like terrors? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so she's like thrust into this life that he tells her is her life. Bruh. I'd be so. But they stay together, right? Yeah. She ends up like falling in love. No, see, that wouldn't happen. She mothers (laughs) the kids and like gets them to be better. And Kurt Russell is like has a meal when he comes home. Now, all the things he always wanted for him and his boys by lying to this lady who has amnesia. (laughs) And so not only did I feel like amnesia could happen, it like if it happens, (laughs) you might be screwed because you might end up like having to take care of four <laughs> boys that are not yours. So it's funny that you bring up a movie because the movie that I think of for amnesia, and I don't think this is actually amnesia, mm-hmm. but is the movie about memory loss, I think for my generation. Which is what? Fifty First Dates. I've only seen it like once. So Adam Sandler starts to date Drew Barrymore. Oh, that's right. That's and they right. like, ha- I think they have like a really good time. Yeah. And then... He finds out that she's got this disease or something that she, she can't remember. She can only remember like one day at uh-huh, a time, so uh-huh. she always forgets the day before. And yeah. so he like courts her every single day. I remember that one. Yeah. Were they like in a beach or something? I think they were in Hawaii. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. So right. So amnesia. I think it's okay to let go of this fear. I think you're safe. Although I think you're okay. People I'll remind do you. do get amnesia. Oh, thank you. You'll ha-ha. have like fifty episodes. Thank to you. To. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, people do get amnesia. It happens. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's real. I know it is real, but <laughs> not many people get it. No. Only like 1.8% of people in the United States have been uh, diagnosed with amnesia. Like, Is it temporary or is it's it It's temporary. Right? I mean, it can last for a long, like, you know, months or whatever, but um, not that many people get it. Yeah, I think you're okay. <laughs> I think they'll be all right. And most people, mo- you know, but you know who gets it more? Women. Of Of course. Of course, it's always women who get I don't born. like it. Well, and that's not true. It's usually brought on by, like, trauma. Like, they say, like, during war times or really high-stress so natural like, disasters and stuff like that. It's, like, disassociating. I was going to say, that sounds more like disassociation. And than, that's what it is. 
Oh. Yeah. It's actually, I thought it was always like you got hit in the head hard enough and I you mean, forgot trauma everything. trauma can induce it, but a lot of times it's because of stress and it's just, it's disassociation. Oh. But I find it hard to believe that like you disassociate to the point where you don't even remember your name, your damn life. Right. Like, good Lord, that's a lot of disassociation. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that one scared me a lot as a kid. I was, I was, like I said, I don't want to say scared, but I definitely thought if something falls on my head, I may get amnesia and like not be able to get back home and And have to like go live, (laughs) right? Be a child bride, like, and (laughs) say these four kids are my own. So, (laughs) so you know, a couple honorable mentions. I was talking to some friends about it, and they were like, "What about alien abductions?" I was never. No, I was you never, were never scared afraid. of aliens. No. Aliens were definitely. What would they want me a for? A big deal. What are they gonna do when with me? I was growing up? Probe you. <laughs> I was. I've been on worse dates. It was. It was a. It was like in the. You know what's so crazy about it? Now people actually really should be afraid of aliens abducting. No, because they're them. like real. <laughs> they're real. No, but you know what it is I'm now. Like what the fuck. Nobody even cares now. But when no. I was a kid, you would be like, I literally could get abducted by aliens on my way home from school. No, now you have memes of like men and women being like, is my alien going to come? Is he going to be? Is that yeah, the one that for the, me? Exactly. Is why I, I can't so long? find him. Yeah, exactly. That's that's sad. That's where we are as a culture. That's fucking sad. We're so lonely that we're like, alien abduction sounds great. And we're. <laughs> where can I sign up? And we're. Is there like, a. There's hope in aliens. <laughs> yeah. He might, Gorglog might be the love of my life. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe oh he has a job god. and lives alone. Oh my god. Um, and we're so disassociated that like seeing an alien actually being real. There's there's TikToks like doesn't that. Doesn't affect us. You know, there's TikToks where people are like, oh yeah, aliens, yeah, yeah, hi. And right. they're like, yeah, it's very funny. So I right. So aliens abducting you was a 80s fear were you personally scared I, I, I was a little there would be times where i was afraid bro were you scared I'm, of everything <laughs> no i wasn't i wasn't afraid of like getting on the city bus at seven years old and take and riding it home like you guys are afraid of so there's yeah, that okay, but i thought i was gonna be kidnapped and using some weird man's nobody cult, but wants you not now not trust me i'm aware of that fact now we literally used to like walk to the like we used to take the bus home at seven years old with like a bunch of crazy people on the bus yeah and, and then we it was your that. generation that kept getting took that ruined it for my generation actually, who saw you guys come back out and were like oh no actually nobody took us that's the thing that's why we're still here that you know of they didn't take us. I don't really... We'll get into that another time. <laughs> Maybe Elizabeth Smart got taken, but nobody was taking us off the bus. But so, yeah, we weren't afraid of those things, but we clearly felt like maybe we could get abducted by aliens on our home, way home <laughs> from the city bus trying to get back home. And then there was also rabies. That was a big one. Rabies? Oh, yeah. Rabies. It was a possible... Well, that could Jason, actually happen. Yeah, right. But it was like... That one's fair. That was... But it was almost like a panic. Was it Old Yellow? F- oh, no, it was what? Cujo. Cujo, okay. Old Yellow. It was Yeller, a Stephen King. It, right? it was a Stephen King But he was movie. just supernatural. He wasn't on rabies, right? I thought he had rabies. Did he have rabies? I thought Cujo had rabies. I thought he was just pissed off. 
Was he possessed? I thought he was possessed, yeah. I've only seen that movie one time because that was a movie that used to really scare us as kids. And so whenever we would, like, be in neighborhoods, like, we used to actually get chased by dogs. Oh, I know that sounds... No, I've been chased by a dog. Okay, I've actually good. been chased by multiple dogs. Good. You need to be and then chased people by are a dog like, or two in your life. People are like, no, he's a good boy. Nah. I'm like, no, nah. he's not a good boy. He nah. needs to stop chasing me. Yeah. Like and they're we, like, but did you run? And I'm like... Uh, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? You know? We literally were jumping on top of cars trying to get away from dogs. But whenever we would see like a dog, we'd be like, no, that's Cujo. That's Cujo. <laughs> we were afraid. We were afraid. So, yeah, those were my those were my childhood fears. I'm kind of over it now, though. Well, rabies is solvable. They can they can give you, but then you shots have to get thirty shots in your in your belly. Yeah, that is a lot of shots. That was that was where <laughs> that is a lot used of shots. Say, if you get rabies, you got to get thirty shots in your belly button. I know it is in your stomach though. Is it? I think That's so. Right? Real? I thought so. Yeah. Oh damn! I'm glad I never got it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, those were my irrational fears of childhood. So if you're out there and you can relate, rest assured, some of these things will never happen to you. Some of them might, specifically the Bermuda Triangle one. That could still happen. It's happened just as recently as 2017. So be careful. Specifically, if you live in Florida, too, I feel like you should be. Because rabies is down here. I we feel do like, have quick like, Oh, damn, we do. We do have, we are part of the Bermuda Triangle. We're part apparently. of the Bermuda Triangle. We have quick Is it like Miami or is it Key West? Like where it's, is It's uh, Miami. Miami, Miami yeah. Puerto Rico. And what was the other Bermuda. one? Bermuda. Bermuda. <laughs> oh brother yeah no florida watch out everyone else you're safe it's okay they'll come here we're full mm, i don't know i think rabies might also lurk in like boston or you know, maine somewhere not, i feel like a squirrel up there might have rabies i know we something. hit our time but oh, you okay. know what i was more scared of than rabies as a kid what leprosy leprosy Perks of going to a Catholic school. You're yeah, just terrified of leprosy. That's more for people who know the Bible. You're like, yeah. oh, leprosy, which no, actually has made a comeback. They, they, that's why I brought it up. Because <laughs> they just they were walking around all the time, and they would just encounter people with with leprosy like left and right. I know. And there'd be like full leper colonies, and you're like, this I is know. a thing that could happen. I know. And then when I found out that it was pretty much gone, I was like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Then I found out, is it like possums can give you leprosy? One of them does. And then there was also leprosy going on with, like, prairie dogs a while ago. And now it's back. Oh, it's back. Recently, Uh people have been getting... And I'm like, bro, we solved this one. It's back. (sighs) It's back. Yeah. So that one's a little concerning for me. So that's all I got for this week. Well, I liked it. Thank you. It was... It was... It was a fun time. I laughed a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, um... I hope that, you know, we didn't scare anyone too much. But if you like what you heard, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it out loud on the show. Thank you so much for listening. See ya.